Watching this movie, um, it feels like we haven't watched the Japanese film in a while. It does. <laughs> like, I watched... After watching this, yeah. It was should, refreshing to, it, yeah. to watch. I felt like we went, like, back-to-back Korean, which we did. Well, Chinese like, and then Chinese Korean, and then... And but then. I felt like for the, just the episodes before, we've done yeah. 80% Korean movies and then a little splash of the rest. Yeah, I mean, I mean... The manga one was adaptation was pretty much all Japanese. Yeah, yeah. It was all Japanese, right? Yeah. But it's felt like a while ago, even though not really. Well, I mean, I, I, this yeah. is why I'm saying like, I feel like the action one feels longer than the other ones that we've, did, we've mm. done because the other ones felt a lot quicker. Yeah. Maybe it's like, because this is season of like just staying home all day, like <laughs> Corona. Yeah, yeah. It just we're, feels longer, but. We're kind of like peak, like. Just nothing, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Peak quarantine. I'm Sean Peel. This is DK Lee. We are getting past the subtitles and we are trekking along with everything action Asian movies. So we are in like our second to last of the action series, yes. and we are in Japan with the Fable. Came out in 2019, uh, like summer of last year. Um, so just a couple things. It's actually directed by Ken Noguchi. And this is like, I looked at his filmography. It's like his third feature or second feature. Um, so he's relatively new. Uh, the movie is actually based on a manga, I believe, from the same name, which I have never heard about. I've never heard about this movie or like anything about it. So mm-hmm. I, I can't really speak too much about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of mainly it. The movie actually, ha- uh, was in the U S in New York actually twice. So it was shot in New York or no, no, like premiered here. Oh yeah. Okay. Like, um, you familiar with New York Asian film festival? Yeah. So there, and then also like at the Lincoln center when like uh, last, year? last year, yeah, probably around the time. Um, apparently, uh, Aguchi was there, oh. um, both times for interviews. She's like, how did this swoop over my head? So yeah, so I have I have an interview from that we can kind of I'll refer to. Um, cool. I guess like as we can go along because some things kind of play to our discussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, this movie is pretty much about this guy um, who goes by Akira, and that's sort of like we don't really know his real name though because no, that, that was his. He's the fable. Yeah, yeah. So he's like this fairy tale hitman like a legendary yeah. hitman it goes by the fable and so his boss or his father questionably like we don't really know either yeah um basically sends him on a new assignment of like just lay low for about a year and they're gonna go to osaka and live a normal life quote-unquote yeah um so he takes on the task of being normal at a pro level <laughs> as he yeah. says so he goes by the um alias of akira uh, yeah Akira Sato and um he has a an assistant basically yeah. that uh plays his sister um Yoko Sato and so they go to Osaka and they are pretty much hiding with a gang that owes like a favor to their company yeah essentially and so as he's trying to live this normal life he gets mixed in with the drama of the gang um so basically one of the gangs like kind of like VP essentially, um, Ebihara, he 
has like a subordinate that just comes out of prison and whose name is Kojima and he's basically like a troublemaker. And so then once he gets out of prison, he starts stirring up more trouble. And then basically like Akira gets thrown into the whole drama of the mix and uh, problems ensue, as, as yes. you say. <laughs> problems ensue. Um, yeah, it's a very uh, action. It's pretty much an action comedy yeah. through and through. Um, but it's a it's an interesting comedy. It's actually I think my taste of a film because really? it's it, I read that it's it's like goofy comedy but not like funny hardcore comedy. Yeah. And I was looking on Wikipedia and it categorizes like rye comedy, which I think is a good label for it. Rye comedy, rye comedy, or maybe like rye or like just dry comedy. You can mm. say, or I would say it was like definitely dry comedy, <laughs> <laughs> or just like awkward comedy. I'm just like, like looking at it like okay, <laughs> exactly. Like to most people, you look at it and either don't laugh or you laugh at how stupid it is. Yeah, um, and I'm on and the I spectrum. Mean, I mean, of, I think that's the intent. Yeah, yeah, but um, like he, the director, kind of categorizes that. Uh, the Japanese call it the art of bombing of a bombing joke and which is basically like when there is no laughter to that sort of punchline so stupid that yeah like, yeah. like it's intended to like awkward exactly awkward. like there, you know there's that silent gap yeah. in between there so that's kind of like the concept that he was going with and as well as like also in the movie with what Akira finds uh humorous yeah. and such so actually one of my the reason why it's kind of like in my taste is what my favorite japanese film is Basically the same like oh, really? rye comedy drama as well. What what film is that? Uh, Story of Yonosuke. Okay. So which is he's like he's basically like this quirky character um, that has str- struggle with like social skills essentially. So like all his conversations with people is like really awkward. Basically, it's like okay, you know the scene where after he meets um, Misaki, yeah. the girl. And he's going out for a job and yeah. then he meets her like yeah, on yeah, her way. Yeah, on and then street. they have like this really awkward conversation. It's like yeah. they like talk and they're like, ah, the floral shop. Yeah, that one. Like, yeah. It's just so weird. Imagine that scene for two hours. Oh, <laughs> like wow. that's the movie. <laughs> it's pretty great. So, uh, yeah. What are your some of your impressions watching this? Um, well, on the comedy side, <laughs> uh, I was just like, that's. Uh, very like 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 the moments when Yoko is in the bar mm. and she's like making the guys drink like tequila like 20 shots yeah like here. 20 shots of tequila and like she's laughing like I'm just like what is the point of this scene? yeah I thought you know what I thought I really <laughs> like I, I every time like those scenes like re- reoccur <laughs> in different places I'm just like why what <laughs> like what why like, it was yeah. so like absurd and like it was just so like unnecessary, unnecessary but, yeah, yeah unnecessary i'm just like i don't know why this is here <laughs> like what is it bringing to <laughs> <laughs> i i think like after i finished it i struggled with the questions of is yoko really even needed in this movie exactly, and, like were like, these f- scenes like even have to happen her character was like, so weird like yeah. so out of like i don't know like didn't feel necessary in a certain sense at all really yeah if you honestly if you took her out you'd be fine like 100 exactly. percent. but yeah like because it got me with i'm going into the movie and i get like it has a bit of a goofiness to 
you know, it's got like the, the after effects sort of thing and yeah. like the calculations with the murder. Yeah. So it plays to like a, a friendly action sort of thing. Mm. And then he's like, she's like drinking up that dude. Yeah. And, but it's like, it feels like there's purpose in that scene. Like, I don't know, maybe she's like, I thought she was an assassin dude. Or like, I thought that dude was like some kind of like guy that she needed to get to. Right, like, like an so, intel yeah, kind like, of thing. Yeah, yeah, like to get to the boss or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, some kind of point, dude, but no. But it, it's literally <laughs> like, she drinks him up and then that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then that's it. She just leaves. And she's like, oh, I just need to find another weak, <laughs> like handsome dude to yeah, like yeah. drink with. I'm like, what? what? But like, it struggles to... Like, you don't get that intention to, like, no. a pretty far long way yeah, into the and, movie. And, like, she has a very minimal role in what she does as, like, a support for the yeah. hitman as well. So, it's just, like, what's the point of, like, <laughs> maybe just, the only reason you're there is to act like you're the sister of her, of him, much, so yeah. that he has a better cover or something. But, like, besides <laughs> that, or maybe she she's, like, the spokesperson for him because he's such a socially awkward dude but like i don't know but like not even like it doesn't really give that I mean, i'm trying to give excuses yeah, give for this out. girl but like it's hard <laughs> you know what like, i mean i i pretty much thought like basically she's there to kind of spice up the movie a little bit yeah. which it's just adding a flavor to it yeah. you know it it adds to the the dynamic comedy the, yeah, yeah the, the dynamic it keeps the tone consistent with it that or also when i found out this is based on the manga maybe she's part of like the manga and uh, they she had you know they brought her in as an ad, an adaption thing no. you know so but maybe they like kicked her role more to the side yeah. in the movie adaption that might be true but this is just speculation I, yeah. this is, don't hold my words against me but anyways, I was just kind of confused about that in a, yeah. and even like the comedic sense, like, I don't think, I mean, for me, like that kind of comedy isn't the the most it's eye-catching great. comedy for me. I love it. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's not that funny that she's making him drink like a billion tequilas, right. you know what I mean? I mean, that's not funny. That I would say that scene wasn't funny. Or like, or even like the moment when like she's like um, doing rock, paper, scissors with the girl and yeah, like, yeah, make, yeah. like, like you know, doing the face thing. Mm-hmm. It's not that funny. I was laughing I mean? at her. Like, I was laughing at Yoko in that scene because... She really played off as like, you know, when you laugh and like your stomach is like yeah. about to fall off, but you can see that in her face. Yeah. Like she was excessively she's laughing. She's like, like if there is like a sanity meter, she's like <laughs> off the charts, man. I don't like, know where she's, she's at with that. Like, she's like in every scene, she's, she's just so like hyper, like, yeah. emo- like, like, like mm-hmm. just the amount of like energy she has yeah. is like. Just and then, like, the so high. That, and, like, she, the only, she's not like that when it comes to working. Like, yeah. I guess that's something that they share. Because, like, the first thing right. we see her in is, of course, when she's drinking up the guy. And then it cuts to, like, her in the car. And, and like, everything that she's in the car is, like, serious. Yeah. You know? She's like, yeah, serious. why do you want to watch that show? Yeah, and, like, yeah, are yeah. you serious right now? And then, like, her dynamic, like, completely. And yet, like, move. her jokes are, like, even dumber than Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? You don't like the you don't like Jackal, but like the way that you the things that you laugh at are like even dumber. Yeah, <laughs> making faces of yeah, playing like, rock paper scissors. Like all she wants is like a weak boyfriend mm, to yeah drink up. Still, yeah, it's just. It's but uh, I mean, comedy aside, I like the action. Um, mm. I feel like this action, maybe besides uh, a man from nowhere. Has the most like 
realistic in the sense of like gunfights in a certain sense. No, I disagree. But continue, continue. Like in the sense of like, I mean, no, it doesn't. Uh, right, but, I'm gonna give you. But, a go but ahead, the go thing ahead. is, I feel like I feel like what it does with with like like in close quarter combat mm. feels more like realistic in sure. the sense of, like like it doesn't feel like they're waiting it's, for the person to shoot or like it's not a company man yeah it's not <laughs> a company man. let's just put it at that yeah i mean it's not realistic obviously mm-hmm. um like you can tell there's a lot of wire work they're doing and like but it's just um, so smooth like it's pretty smooth. Yeah. It's not bad. It's flashy, so you know it's wire work, but you don't see the wire yeah. work, you know? And, yeah, I mean, and, like, a lot of the gun fighting scenes feel very, like, like quick, fast-paced. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe that helps a little bit with the, uh, mm-hmm. with the realism <laughs> of it. But um, overall, I I liked it. It's not as, it doesn't feel as, like, choreographed in some scenes. It feels very, mm-hmm. like, just um like kind of natural in a certain sense yeah. which i think um it's pretty good like in, in like for example like near the end when they're in that um big complex like mm-hmm. the what i forget what, com- what, what um, kind of it's basically like a trash thing. Yeah, yeah some kind of like disposal like yeah like complex. a waste facility yeah waste facility and like they're in that like weird like staircase mm. and like and yeah. there's a mob starts coming and like they're like fighting with like like these like near these big like tank looking things and like they open up the uh little mm. i don't know what it's called i have no <laughs> idea what it is but like they open stuff up and like people keep coming and like it just starts to become a mess and like and like there's so many people like they decide to go up yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i feel like that's fairly like you know mm. realistic in the sense that like you know when you're when there's that many people you probably wouldn't shoot at each other because you don't know who you're gonna hit, you know, right. or stuff like that. But like, I mean, other stuff that are kind of like crazy is like, you know, mm. how he's like not gonna kill anybody, and he technically does, but like he shoots other people's guns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess I guess he could have not fatally like right. That's killed, yeah. That's yeah. The, that's like the out for it. Yeah. But, yeah. There were some that my thing with that too is like he. Like, he had a clip with, like, the like, toy bullets, yeah, right? toy bullets. But then you clearly see him, like, remove magazines from other people's yeah, guns who have real bullets. Exactly. And then use those. And then, literally, you just turn around and say, those were toy bullets, too? I don't know. It was yeah. kind of convoluted and weird there. Yeah. So. Whatever. We'll just. Yeah, we just. Sweep. It, yeah, sweep it under. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll take that back. It's not realistic, but, I don't know. It felt natural i guess that's what i'm trying to get at yeah no i my case is like like it isn't realistic and clearly not realistic but it 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 plays to its own like it plays its own flute kind of thing like yeah it's like yeah it doesn't take itself seriously in a grounded sense but it plays to its own its own like you know that the the um what's the word i'm looking for kind of like the goofiness to it and like the fact that it is a action comedy and it is a, a spectacle. Like, it does right. play to its own spectacle to it. You know, whereas, like, you know, Man From Nowhere plays to its own greediness and groudiness really well. And I think this movie does the same just in the opposite genre. And, like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like, it, it's good within the rules of the world. Exactly. Is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, like, the problem with Company Men was that 
it took itself too seriously and the combat didn't reflect exactly. that of a groundedness. That's you know? what, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but this movie does the opposite. Which is why I, I that's why I said it felt more realistic. Mm. I guess not in the sense of like, oh, it's like real, but like within the world, yeah, I, it's believable. Mm. Like within the element like within the suspension of belief that we have within the world. Right. I feel like it is more believable than like Company Man. Yeah, yeah. Because like the Company Man, like you said, it sets up a certain expectation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it flips on that expectation near the end. <laughs> the last. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I was trying to like. Right. Get right. Thank, you, thank you for your clarification. Nothing. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, I think it does um, exactly that really well. And it like it's it's kind of like a superhero movie in a way, mm. like almost, you know, cause he, I mean, he's like a special hit man. Who's he's, like, this like urban he has legend. like superpowers, right? Exactly. The yeah. ability to kill. Mm. Everybody holds him Within to that six standard. seconds or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cause everybody like around him holds him to that standard yeah. now. Like there's literally two people chasing him and calling him a unicorn. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you kind of expect a super like natural thing that he does or like, you know, just mm. out of this world. Like he never misses a bullet, you know, and everything he does is super calculated. Yeah. When he, when he, before he goes to save Kojima in that last scene, you know, he grabs the door and then everybody shoots him and then he waits for everybody to start reloading. Yeah. And then every bullet that he fired is with purpose. You know, you shoot somebody or he's shooting at the cables to make it fall. So it's like interesting and kind of like runs that balance. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not realistic. And I think the the one thing that took me out was when, He's fighting that other dude. Um, what's his name? Uh, Kudo. Kudo. Kudo, which is like the taller, crazy guy. The guy with the hood. Yeah. Not I, the red dude. No, no, no. I think Kudo is the, the tall guy. And then I think it's Kudo is the his like friend, which the is the shorter dude. guy. The red dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when he's like fighting, like, so you think like Kudo dies, but he like has the wire thing. Mm. And then he pops up again near the ender part and they have like the the duel yeah. kind of battle and kudo literally is just like firing machine gun bullets out of two oh, yeah. pistols like above him yeah i was like what's just like, gonna stop keep, yeah like, how like, much bullets how many bullets do you have in exactly those two guns? he's just like going at it and he's yeah. literally like i can do this forever <laughs> like, no you can't <laughs> <laughs> like infinite chamber bullets and he's just like dancing around yeah. i was like okay like that break dancing <laughs> on top he's just like woo I can yeah. dodge all these bullets. Just <laughs> going at it like, oh, you just keep firing. Yeah, man. obviously, yeah. Like that's why I'm saying like it's not realistic, mm -hmm. but within the set world, it's okay. I can accept it, yeah. right? It's like that that crap happening in the company, man. Is what I can't yes. accept. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. There's like no comedy in that yeah, movie. Like there's no or, or you know, it never set up that kind of like worldview. Yeah, that that kind of flashiness. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yep, it yep. felt more like a gritty, like, like movie. Yeah. But it's doing kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. So it was one, just like. One Cavalier Vest is going to save yeah. you from 30 people with a, right. 30 people with guns. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, the company, it wasn't even flashy. It was just, just like, no, just, it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But here, like, they kind of set up for that, like, yeah. kind of like legend kind mm -hmm. of like feeling yeah so like i'm like okay yeah he can he's that good you know? <laughs> like he can predict where he's gonna shoot you yeah, before yeah. he shoots it so he can dodge it let's say and he's like continuously sort of pushing the envelope a little bit mm. like i didn't expect like he, you know besides his like physique 
he's basically Superman, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he gets into that fight with the two thugs. Yeah. And he's exactly. just like... like those things set it up, right? Right, right. Yeah. So he, like, intentionally gets knows, hit. Like, and, yeah. like, intentionally, like, miss, <laughs> miss, gets hit, but, like, gets hit in a certain way that yeah, doesn't yeah. hurt. Or, like, makes sure that his, his knuckles get broken and right, stuff like right. that. Like, just craziness. And, you know, like, with... Even when they're in sitting... When he gets hired with the... Um, the graphic design yeah. company and he just like shoots the P oh, at yeah. like the camera and he's like, you know, you, you can do all these like special agent things. And even like what kind of got me was right before he infiltrates or as he's infiltrating the, um, the waste facility, he's like, she's like, um, do you know a way in? He's like, can you get in? He's like, yeah, that'll be fine. And he's Spider-Man jumps yeah, like the whole the thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, is there something that's like, I can't do? I feel like, I feel like this movie has a lot of inspiration from Jackie Chan. Actually. 100%. Yeah. I mean, like they even like <laughs> reference Jackie Chan. He's like, Oh, is he Jackie is he Chan? Jackie Chan? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely that reference there. It's definitely and, like an influence there. There's a lot of influences and it almost seems like a parody in some senses mm-hmm. too. Like it just, plays the flute to some things yeah like so i mean even the way he acts yeah like the way that like you know like a lot of jackie chan movies like jackie chan the character in in his movies oftentimes he's portrayed as this like oblivious kind of like Mm. oh i don't know what's going on but like (laughs) but like when he's fighting he just like you know he just uses his environment and like kind of like like unexpectedly defeats people you know (laughs) what i mean like that's kind of like the trope that he he's created for himself and a lot of his like characters where like he like punches but it hurts like those kinds of like yeah. like self-defeating kind of like kind of moments in mm-hmm. in his character which i feel like in in this character of akira mm-hmm. kind of had like portrays that or embodies right. that in a certain sense yeah but like within the boundaries of like his character like right. again like that thug fight really plays to that tune as well you yeah. know which is like, well, I know that I'm a badass. Yeah. And so I can take the two, two thugs on, but because I want to be normal, I'm just going to act like I'm weak, yeah. you know? And he plays that to like a T. It's like, I'm going to cry here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a nosebleed. I'm going to get a nosebleed. Yeah, it's so like um, Eguji was saying, um, one of the questions I was asked in his interview is like, um, pertaining to that last fight scene you know because it's a really it's a pretty lengthy fight scene it's like 20 minutes they were saying and he's they're wondering of how he kind of went about that and um his process and you're saying that it is a, a lengthy scene and that sort of movies like that that are kind of hollywood-esque you know that are an action movie you kind of do expect the third act to have this big action sequence yeah so when he came to do it you know it was like roughly 20 minutes he's like that's a long time and you have to keep your audience engaged in some way. So he kind of broke it down in his head to like four different parts. And so like kind of took inspiration within each segment that he did it. So like, you know, when he goes to um, save Kojima and then that whole scene happens, he, it's really like mission impossible esque. And it is very much like that. You know, he runs and he saves him and he's like tosses him like through the glass. And it's like this super, like very mission impossible thing. And then, Right after that is when um, they're trying to hide each other and then like the sea of henchmen come yeah. and fight him. And he's like, he kind of brought that out from Korean films, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you know, like Park Chung-wook and like Old Boy. It's like, it's like 20 like, men like fighting this one guy, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And so he, he kind of thought of bringing just interesting uh, inspiration and mixes to it. And it's funny how well that like 
you could identify those inspirations, mm-hmm. but also how well they kind of mix flawless, like flawlessly uh, through the, the sequence as well. Yeah. Because it is like that scene is very much like that, where it's just like 50 people trying to fight this one guy. Yeah. And you're like, what do you do choreographically in a scene like that? Right. And he's just like, and it's a lot combat. more like, like just grimy, right? Like, yeah, gritty yeah. Mm-hmm. in the sense that like they're just like trying to like punch each other. It's not, it doesn't feel choreographed. Right. Like right. I mentioned before, like that moment, it really kind of feels like they're just like flooding over each other, yeah. trying to like get over each other, like trying to get him. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, they don't use guns at, in that moment either. If, because like, you know, it's like really close to each other and exactly. like they could shoot each other or whatever. And it kind of feels like um, that moment in, in Old Boy, the action sequence, the long, long take mm-hmm. that goes from side to side. Yeah. And like, it's just one versus a lot of people. And then just that kind of like chaotic feeling yeah. of that. I guess. And he's like, uses the gun to threaten people rather yeah. than like shoot anybody yeah. and everybody like backs away. And there's that moment where like he's about to hit and oh, yeah, he's yeah. about to shoot. Yeah, yeah. And then instead of shooting, he like punches him or like, you know. He has the knife and it's yeah, like or, each time. Yeah, each yeah. time he's about to like. He's like, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, and he just like hits them instead. Something else. Stuff like that. Yeah, I think um, all in all, it's uh, like it balances between, you know, it's the action and the comedy pretty well. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of looping back around, like it does just play to itself really well and what it's trying to accomplish through and through, like just that wry humorness as well as this spectacular kind of action movie altogether. Yeah. Any uh, favorite scenes? Mm, what about you? I um, think about mine. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even thought about mine. Oh. Um... What is it about him wandering naked at home? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's funny that I noticed um, you kind of get like an idea of all of his quirks and like weird pretty early in the movie, you know, like right after the the initial hit scene. Yeah. He, you know, like he's a, he's sensitive to heat. And then um, like Every so time he eats. he's like, ah, eat that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, just like kind of all that and then you don't really see him naked till they move into osaka yeah and it's just like when i saw him in the bathtub i was like okay now we're peak weird <laughs> but like he like walks out into the garage and like the thing is just standing there he's like what are you doing naked <laughs> he's like pushing he's like oh, working yeah, out he's working out <laughs> he's like that didn't even question him. He's like him. drawing yeah. on his chair naked. Like <laughs> that's what i was like this guy is just insane he's like laughing at himself yeah. drawing at the bird like what the heck is this guy? <laughs> like there's got to be a reason for this because it's not not all right. Those are funny though. I gotta yeah. say, those are like I was just like what the. <laughs> it's like nothing to him. It's just yeah. like these are my clothes. I think like my idea is because they kind of say in the movie that he has um what's that disorder that I, I looked it up, but when his like boss comes in and he um. He goes into Ibihada's hospital room and he like holds him against him and then he's like telling him about uh, Akira. You know, you know that scene. Um, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill him." Yeah, kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. I remember that scene. But basically, and then the flashback. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like saying that he kind of has this disorder that's you basically enhanced in one like a sort savant of savant syndrome. Savant syndrome, yeah. yeah. Which is mostly common in um, people with um, autism yeah. or uh, sort of... Like once you get better, like right, right. the thing that you're good at like disappears or whatever. Right, right. You kind of switch sort of the skill sets. 
and it's like i guess close like he it's hint like it's said that he has that but like to me it's like he also like his real kind of persona or like where his maybe intellect you could say is kind of like as of a child mm. and that's why when he's alone and has these downtime moments he is a child you know he's like watching the jackal tv and he's like yeah. laughing at this very childish comedy drawings are very like exactly so like he he never really got past like a certain age right right but he excels in you know mm, killing people. being a murderer <laughs> but yeah, it's very just, precise hand-eye coordination <laughs> very precise really um spatial awareness yeah uh favorite scene though i don't know i mean i think I, I do like a lot of the scenes between him and masaki together okay uh just that interesting dynamic just between that them. awkwardness <laughs> yeah like and i i do feel like their chemistry was pretty good though yeah yeah because yeah. it, it it does a good line of like it's kind of romance but not really like because it's him as a character you know and you, like him and personal relationships aren't a thing mm. but just they play well to their own character so well yeah that it is an interesting chemistry um and like even though they're kind of polar opposites in a way but they also share interesting similarities of like yeah you know she's not really the innocent schoolgirl kind of type of person and has like this whatever backstory um but it is fun too though whenever they're together maybe maybe my favorite is when she's drawing the lion and she's like Come here. Oh, the lion? <laughs> yeah, and then he draws, and they're like, Whoa, This is great. <laughs> this is great. Let's use what this. Is that? That's a lion. <gasps> it does look like a happy lion. <laughs> He's like, What is this? It's like, It's a zookeeper feeding his animals. Mm. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> Get it. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting just to kind of see him in that environment. But yeah, I was, I'm, I was just kind of confused. I was like, why do they feel like that's such a good drawing <laughs> for some reason, you know? I mean, it's not bad. Right here, right? I was like, it's better than I expected, but it's not about the drawing. <laughs> it's about what it conveys in the yeah. heart. <laughs> I think for me, to be completely frank, I don't think there were any like really crazy memorable moments for mm. me. I don't think there was like this one moment that really like stuck stuck out. But I did enjoy the opening scene, though, and I thought gotcha. I thought that like the um, the use of like uh, special effects or like just like the use of like the yeah the different kinds of uh, the calculating yeah calculations and stuff like that and the credits using like, a mixture of those things to kind of yep. sh- show like the guns like firing and like mm-hmm. all of that was pretty interesting um, to see. I think I enjoyed the first like that that opening action scene the most too mm. just in terms of like how they shot it and where they shot it yeah like um just the differences between like um him going through like the corridor and then like him shooting through the the um i don't know what it's called exactly like but those map. japanese um yeah. typical japanese like uh i don't know what do you call those I'm not sure. I don't know the name for it, but like, yeah, like the mat wall. The, yeah, the like wooden the wooden paper window thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I like that scene, the opening scene. That it was pretty. It showed, um, it set set up who he was very well too. I feel like just like in the sense of like for he's sure. this like crazy hitman. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's, uh, I guess, more on the comedy bits that, that I like more. Yeah. Just like the switch thing. Oh, yeah. It's just like random as hell. <laughs> but I feel like I, I've uh, I've seen this somewhere, too, mm. somewhere else, where like somebody does this to like change their mentality up right. or like get ready for something. They do this. Could be. But I don't I remember. Think. I don't remember where, but I do remember like something mm. of that nature. Of like hearing about like people who do certain things to kind of like get them in into a certain a kind of zone, yeah. Right. That that doesn't shock me. I mean, yeah. That doesn't. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's like a dialect. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Did you watch the end credit scene? The end credit? Yeah, I did. You did. Just Where like, he just eats the <laughs> chicken, chicken whole, all bone and all. <laughs> just like random. Yeah. Who eats the skin of a watermelon? Yeah, I was like, oh, when he, uh, the flashback of when he's like a little kid mm. and he like goes to that tree and he like gets that like caterpillar thingy yeah. and he eats it. I was like, dang, nasty. <laughs> nasty. Yeah. Hey, I'm a whole monkey. Do what you got to do. I'm, I'll just eat fruits and berries. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what kind of forest he's in. That's true. <laughs> it looked like just like a, a hike trail. Yeah. Like, <laughs> random, they, like, they shot that just like Just go nearest. down and you're like, you're like in a city or something. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really think that through as a kid. <laughs> the bird was kind of a weird factor too. Like that was just kind of and not necessarily thrown in. Yeah. Like there was a joke when he gives him the bird and he's like, um, he's like, oh, yakitori. So like, Food, right, right. You know what yakitori is? Yeah, food. Like the it's like chicken on a stick, yeah, basically. On a stick. Like yaki means like grilled or fried, and tori means bird. Mm. So it's like fried bird. I see. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's it's a pet. It's a pet. Do you have plenty of nitpicks though? I feel like you have a book. No, you know honestly, <laughs> not not that much. I think it does a good job of you know staying true to its mm. its own world and yeah. like its own. Like style. everything that's wrong with it is still played to kind of its goofiness you know and yeah i mean i don't i mean like besides like the stuff that we kind of talked about like yoko that right, just right. kind of like feels like why is it there kind mm-hmm. of things but it it doesn't hurt that she's in it though you know, you right, know? Right. i don't think it hurts mm-hmm. it just feels weird for me as a <laughs> when i was watching it like, it's not necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. i didn't like hate the character or anything right, like right. that it was just weird to see her like acting the way she does <laughs> like some of the scenes with her in if it, she actually like, like did more to her job it would be fine but she just doesn't do a job <laughs> yeah we're like sometimes she's just like not even there like exactly you know, like yeah. she's just she's just doing her own thing or like you just don't even know what she's doing like yeah. like what else does she do do <laughs> in, like, in her spare time right right like it's just like it's either she's like with him in the house with Misaki, like that, those <laughs> moments, or she's at the bar just drinking up with some weird Whatever. random dude, <laughs> or she's helping on the job, but like she only helped Rarely. at the end and in the beginning. So I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't really do much anyway. So. Exactly. And then when she was working at the last end, what was she doing? Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Actually, what did kind of upset me was the very last moment when she. She goes to save Masaki. And she and kicks she the like, dude? Yeah. But then she doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like, clearly Masaki's right she's across. She's standing yeah. there. She's like, oh, no. Like, that's, that scene played, like, a while. Like, she was sitting there for a good minute. Yeah. And then it just 
No, the hero has got to save her. She just looks at her and watches her. <laughs> and just hang in there for dear life. That sucks for you, man. <laughs> she just like helped halfway and was like, all right, I'm done. Whatever. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a poor use of a character, I feel like. Yeah. But she, she, like, she doesn't even come out. Like you expect, you, you don't expect her to be there anyways. Mm. Right? You just expect right. her to be in the car anyways. But like for her being there and kicking that dude... Which is like weird. Like she just came out of nowhere too. Right. I mean, I, I in a little bit, I kind of expected like once the like uh, Kodu got there and he was like, I like I knew like okay, this is a part for her to kind of do her part. Well, I mean, yeah, you know? I mean, it's a payoff from what happened like in the bar. You yeah, know I mean? where yeah. like he shows up, he's like, he says that like it's not even really, like it's not big enough to be a payoff. That's know? a payoff though. You, you know think- what I mean? I guess. Because, like, you, they meet each other. Right, right. And they meet again later. Mm. And she kicks his, his, him. So, like, that is a payoff. But it's not like, 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 exactly the reaction that you have right now. It's not, it's nothing, like, big, right? It's not, it's like, it's like, they just threw it in there. <laughs> right? It's just. That's that. So, it doesn't feel very satisfying. Like, you don't even remember it. Like, you're just like, oh, right, that did happen, right? <laughs> It's not even like something to like really even think about yeah. as a payoff. So it just kind of feels like nowhere. Like it just feels it's in a gray zone. Yeah. What about uh like the boss or like his dad thing? Like even that felt similar to me too. Yeah, like the basic premise of this film. Sure. Calls the, for it? I mean, it just feels weird because like mm. why does he want him to go into retirement or go into like a normal life all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Like, that's another thing. Like, well, you know, like, the excuse is like, our company's getting hot, you know, so you have to lay low. So it's just like a, a basic setup, which works. Yeah, but it just feels kind of. Well, I think for me, it's like, that's fine. Like, that works. And then the actual movie happens in Osaka. But it's when he comes back and then they try to pull more from that initial premise. And I'm like, okay, now you're kind of like digging. Well, I mean, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Like his kind of reasoning too. like, why does he need to kill him? Just because he just, you know, like a lot of stuff like that. It just kind of feels forced a little bit. Mm. Like it doesn't feel like necessarily um, a natural kind of progression of of events, but it just kind of feels like, oh, we need there to be bigger stakes maybe. So they're like, oh, uh, if you don't yeah. obey me, then I'm going to have to kill you kind of thing. Mm. It just kind of feels eh, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like he, he used them well, yeah. right? He used them for his purpose. Like until this point, why change now? Right. Mm. That's the kind of thing that I, I feel like it's kind of weird because it's like, or like, and, and, and then he's like, oh, like if you don't become a normal person, then I'm going to have to kill you. Well, like, it's like. Why did you even like put him in that in that position in the first place then anyways? Mm. And it just kind of feels like for me, it's just a, a story like point plot to move forward right, the right. story in a certain sense. So just kind of feels kind of like um <laughs> I mean I agree with you. Slimy. Slimy. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of feels a little uh but I mean uh, like I can I can, you know, yeah look over it, but if if I were to like really go into it, mm. think about it. I agree with you, and I mean for me, like I, I look over it initially as well. Yeah, it's just like for me when he comes back, you know, and he's like, and then he's 
he goes to like almost kill Ebihara and then he's like, oh, well, now you now you want Akira to do your dirty work. And so that means yeah. I got to go and kill Akira now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, now we're back. And now there's a weird convoluted backstory that he needs to be paid off. Right. You know, like. Well, okay. And was, was the guy in the flashback the same guy as the guy in the hospital? Um, it's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess like older. He has like a beard now. Yeah, I yeah. guess. That's where I got confused too. He looks really different. He looks really different. He looks really different. And you don't really know, like you don't see much of him in the very beginning at the, like when they're eating the yeah. fish. And so when he comes back, it's like, I was like, I initially thought that he was the the president of Ebiata's company. Yeah, he's not. But he wasn't. Yeah, and I was not. like, really confused at what was going on right. up until like the flashback. And I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. But, yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Even in the flashback, he feels like a much different character. Like he feels exactly. like a very caring kind of dude. Like his dad. Like that's his father. Yeah. Like I was bought that that was his dad, you know? Right. But, and then he's like, I'm going to have to kill him now if he doesn't obey me. Right. And like that kind of happened in the, in the flashback too, but he never gave me the sense of like, he's really going to kill him if he doesn't obey because he, because exactly. yeah. he, because the kid says, oh, like, I made a mistake. Like, are you going to kill me now? He's like, no, I'm not going to kill you. Mm. So why, like, <laughs> later on, he's like, I'm going to have to kill you now mm. when he, you know, technically didn't make a mistake anyways. Right. So it's just kind of weird in that sense. Like, it just feels like it doesn't know what it wants to be in a certain sense. But I guess it's just translate. Like, like in the flashback, he takes the guy out of the car and, like, yeah. his former subordinate. And he's like, I gave him an order, and then he he disobeyed us, and I have to kill him. So like that same premise happens to Akira. Mm. You know, he's like, he gives him an order to be normal, and then yeah. when he's not, now he has to go kill him, kind of thing. But it just doesn't translate well. Yeah, maybe Be- between it's, maybe the relationship. It's a, yeah, or maybe it's a subtitle thing. I don't know. Like just no, like understanding I, it, right? The I, subtleties of it, maybe I don't know. Could be, but I just think it's just the story and the characters. Yeah, because like the difference is that him in the flashback his former subordinate feels like a work person mm. whereas him and Akira feel like feels, a father yeah, and son yeah, yeah. so it's like why would that feels more closer yeah. exactly so but it's whatever yeah. whatever I didn't make it <laughs> I just watched it so yeah I mean overall it was a fun movie to watch I just feel like um, certain parts feel not as fleshed out or mm. just kind of put in there just right. for fun. And it's not it's not a bad thing, but it does feel like there's loose ends in, in a certain sense. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Like, yeah. you're not really sure exactly where this is going mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's Which, true. like, not all movies have to, like, yeah. you know, tie <laughs> up nicely. But Yeah, I mean, this movie doesn't really have a natural kind of end to it yeah. either, you know? Um, it just kind of goes back to like, really the movie is like surrounded by this one conflict that gets out of hand. And then when it ends, it just goes back to the natural order of things. So my, my question is, does he become a normal dude? Yeah. I mean, for the remainder of the year and he, and he doesn't get killed by his boss. So it's fine. So he does become a normal dude. Like, is he forever a normal dude? No. Well, like, cause in the beginning, right. He says just for a year, it's only a year. It's like a sabbatical. Yeah. So. I so think for the rest of the back? year, he goes <laughs> he back. Go back to becoming a legendary headman. <laughs> he, he goes back to be the fable. Yeah. still. And you, the other part was um when he when the two uh, crazy hitman dudes they die by the 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 boss the, the boss fa- father dude. Yeah. 
I was just like, what? What? Yeah. So like random there too. <laughs> yeah, like, just his whole arc is he just came out of nowhere. Like he yeah. just shoots the two guys and then he's like, oh and takes the evidence and yeah. goes, you know. Which that's his and, and and that moment, like when when um Akira and the Kuro guy, when mm. they were fighting at the end they shoot each other, right? Yep, yep. How does he guy how does he survive the bullet? Who? Akira? Akira? No, Kuro. Kuro? Um, Wait, yeah, Kuro. Because Kuro, Kuro yeah. he he takes the the gun that Akira had. Yes, right, and, and he shoots him. I can understand he shot, he got shot with a fake bullet or whatever, mm-hmm. and Akira doesn't get. It doesn't die but how did the other wait did he just get shot like somewhere else like he yeah he well he says it he's like well he says like he he shot him in a like a non-fatal place yeah like something i didn't really see where he got shot it doesn't yeah it doesn't show it which i was also confused yeah but it suggested that just got non-fatal yeah that or he missed and then he pretends to get hit kind of thing it was weird but he says like he missed on purpose you know but it doesn't really Show it though. Yeah. yeah, you don't really see. So I was, I wasn't. I see like blood, but I didn't know yeah. like where he got shot exactly. So I was just kind of confused if he like even mm-hmm. got shot in the first place or not. So probably like in the arm or something, or maybe I don't know. Yeah. But he's he's dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it was so anticlimactic because I always he, thought yeah. he was gonna like you know have a a real showdown with them. Yeah, with with Akira or like. He's gonna end him, but I was mm. like, some other dude randomly comes like poo poo. <laughs> I mean, I was fine with. I thought he was gonna die. Like, I thought that was the one person he well, killed. Yeah, you yeah, know? exactly. Because like the situation called, called for, it. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it came back, and I was like, oh, of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> so he just ends up not killing him. So I was like, okay, sure. He's not that big of a deal, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Whatever. Because like, yeah, I don't know. It's fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So they were just random, like, um, like freelance hitmen, right? Those two guys. Those two guys. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Because they, they do show up. I don't know where in the beginning. Yeah. And then it's like it just kind of hints at that they have ties with the other gang. The other gang. You know, and he comes. Uh, he needs more people to be in the gang or whatever. Coincidentally, they meet up, and he's like, "Oh, I was looking for new hires." And I'm looking for the legendary unicorn. It looks like we can help each other out. <laughs> How perfect. <laughs> I scratch your back, and you scratch mine. So, like, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, the funny, like, that conversation happens, and it just happened weird because... Like they suggest it without really saying it, but it's like, how do they even know? know? Yeah. <laughs> like, how did you even know that I was looking for that guy? It, yeah. How do you even know that Akira is that guy in the first place? Exactly. Like I get on their part when he's when a uh, um, Sanagawa is like, I heard we're hiring a really good hitman. Like they're like, ooh, it could be the Fable. But how did S- Sanagawa know that they were looking for the Fable? Yeah. Like that's not possible. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Unless just, they were like keeping in touch with each other. Hey, hey right, buddy, like, I'm looking for this guy. I heard you were in Osaka. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this guy, by the way? <laughs> yeah, just wrong. Oh, what'd you think of uh, of Kojima's role? Because he had a very weird, honestly, like his arc. I was is, confused. In the beginning, I thought he was going to be some badass, yeah. like really scary, like strong yeah. dude. Because like even how they showed him in the in the jail mm. with his like scar and everything made him look like he's gonna be some badass like they hyped him up like so much like, like a like, crazy <laughs> like hitman dude like another hitman dude exactly. and then the only thing he does is like 
poke the dude in the side and like start like like harassing him and yeah. like using him as a hostage and then just killing him. After that, he just became like this like he's wuss. Tw- yeah, exactly. He's a twerp. It's yeah. just like whatever. Like he, he, they hyped him up so much to be this crazy like psychopath bad guy. You yeah. know, like not even necessarily a hitman, just like a psychopath or whatever. Yeah. Even when the one like Senegal and and him, they're in the office. Uh, yeah. and they're like facing off each other. It like seemed like he's gonna be some kind of like big crazy foe. dude. Yeah. yeah, like everybody's afraid of him. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> and then. And then he gets captured, and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then nothing out, you know? Like, he was way too buddy-buddy with Epihara, whatever, the boss. Yeah. The, his upper boss, whatever. Aniki. Yeah. I was just like, what? Which, I mean, that's a, kind of like a trope, too, which makes sense. But. I know, but, like, I was just expecting him to be so much more, you know? Right. I, I expected him to, like, which he does backstab him, but it's not, like, crazy, you know? It's not... He's not the super villainish character that you expect yeah. him to be. And I, I guess the maybe you can say the quote unquote like real antagonists are the two hitmen that are looking at looking for the fable, you know? Yeah. But that's why like this movie is a little odd because initially we think that there's like two t- totally separate like antagonists. Yeah. And at, at like really in like the midpoint. I'm like, there's a lot of moving pieces going on here, you know? And exactly. Like, I don't and, know and where it's following. I think that's why it feels very, like, there's a lot of loose ends. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. Because, like, Kojima isn't all that, you know, you think he is. Yeah. And then there's a part with, like, Sa... What's his name? Sanagawa. Sanagawa. And, like, he's kind of, like... He, I guess he de- defaults back into whatever position after at the at the end because, yeah, um, Ebihara kills, mm-hmm. um, you know, Kojima. Yeah, and like it just kind of feels very like there's like a lot of pieces going on, but then like they don't feel like they're not they like they built them up to be certain certain yeah, thing, but yeah. it doesn't feel like they really did justice justice to that. It's not an equal payoff right. to what you expect right. it to be. Yeah. The I mean, hype, the hype was real, but <laughs> yeah, it, it it does like follow a weird path, and I guess we were talking off air too that this movie's pretty long for its taste, like yeah, the, like, like two hours, a little longer. Yeah. yeah, it's like just above two hours, and it makes sense to why because of these moving pieces, you know. Yeah. But it really could have been simplified a lot more as well. Yeah. 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 Just Kojima's role was really had me questioning a lot of things. Like, I mean, even when he's, he's like on the bike and he just like stabs the guy and he's like, hey, I missed you. I'm like, okay, like it's more hype, you know? I'm like, I get who he is and he's a person to be feared. And then when it just came down to like the third act. He just became nothing. Just nothing at all. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I guess it's fine that he died. Cause if he was still alive, I was like, where does this put him yeah, where in does the this story? Go? <laughs> yeah. Cause like, he, cause Akira falls into a weird place of. He doesn't really like he knows Misaki, but he doesn't know the, the, you know, like the drama that's happening between Misaki and Kojima. Yeah. Up until he goes to investigate to find Kojima. Yeah. And then it's like that kind of puts him in a weird spot of, well, I'm supporting Misaki and I don't really like Kojima, but I respect my boss. So then it's like, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it just, again, it's a weird thing. Kojima had to die. Kojima had to die. <laughs> like, honestly. But, I mean, I guess what they, how they wrapped it up was the best that they could, in my opinion. I think it works okay, but. 
Yeah, no, I just feel like it's funny because um, Senegawa pretty much decided to have a coup, right? To overthrow the whole boss and yeah, the game. Yeah, I forgot about so that. So why why would you even like forgive the dude? I would like immediately like figure out a <laughs> way to get too. rid of him, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's just weird, you know. Like I understand why I I understand he just resolved it, the boss, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ebihara, whatever. But like, it's like if he was, is capable of trying to like overthrow the. The gang, feel, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just leave him be. You know what I mean? But I mean, in that defense, you didn't know that motive. I mean, once you mobilize like hundreds and hundreds of people to try to like, well, but they're like, I don't know if it was that they were even part of the same like gang. I think they were like kind of like treated together. No, oh, really. I think so. Like between Sanagawa and um, Ebihadas, like they were kind of like. Like two different entities, but like merged together and kind of like a packed thing. Um, you sure about that? I, uh, something I don't think so. <laughs> not if that were like, just like I think that there was a pact in a sense. Doesn't he talk about like paying paying them salaries and stuff like right. that? I think like I, the point is like everything was chill while yeah. Kojima was still in prison, and then when he comes out of prison, like right. yeah, then they want to get. And back you're not even him. sure why they even have beef, right? They say it, but it gets lost in the mix too. Like they don't really say it till like the like once he gets captured, sort of yeah. thing. He's like, admit that you wanted to kill somebody for. Oh every, really? Yeah, I think it had to do with the guy that he kills in the beginning. Oh. The guy who's running the uh, he's like a pimp or whatever. Okay. Um, but that's why I say like, like Ebi, like Kojima comes out of prison. We never figure out why. I think that's what we're missing. Mm. Um, and then he. He goes to that guy who is the pimp, and he kills him to take over the pimp business. Right, right. I understand that part. Yeah, yeah. I understand why Sonogawa gets mad about that. Right. But even before that, they had beef. Exactly, yeah. but that's what we don't know. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, what that's I what I, was, I was like, what? Um, but yeah, it just... Maybe it's because he wanted to be in the business, and he kind of knew, and he's like... He's kind of stopping him from doing that? I don't, I don't even but think it that's even it. Really, like, it really just it doesn't, doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't yeah. explain... I'm just uh, speculating. Yeah. It really just doesn't even say. But yeah, that's like, so when it comes to the coup d'etat, like, it, like the only thing I think of is maybe he wanted to do that just because Kojima was there in a way. Like, just because he was back in the mix and there was more beef that he was like, I'm going to get back at Kojima and then blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, as the just boss, like, I would be like, no. Sorry, that doesn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. But, like, in that instant, I guess he just decides not to do it since yeah. whatever. But, again, convoluted. It just really gets convoluted. What did you think of uh, Tomioka? <laughs> Jack, Jackal Tomioka. Is he, is he a real uh, comedian in, uh, in Japan? I don't know. I want to say maybe not. Okay. But it is... I don't know, honestly. Yeah. Um, again, it just plays to the right humor. Like, I guess it's whatever. Like in the beginning when he goes into the car and he's like putting on the TV. Yeah. I was not expecting. I, I liked how he used it when when um Misaki gets captured. <laughs> and he's like, Put do something, yeah, do something to make her laugh or like, you know, make her relax. And he does that and she gets a little more scared. <laughs> Just like ah! <laughs> I was like, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I like that um that payoff right there. Yeah, just 
everything about him is. I think I liked when they they nicknamed him the eight dollar guy, the eight dollar dude. Yeah, and he's like, you got promoted to your nine dollars, and he's like nine dollar guy, nine dollars an hour, nine dollars an hour guy. Yeah, take a ride on my Porsche. It's the bike. <laughs> <laughs> the car thing was random too. Which, um, Epihara is like his his like GTR. yeah his favorite car his like beloved car. Mm-hmm. He's like. I'll give you my car if you do this for me. <laughs> That's how desperate I am. I guess that was fine. What got me is like in the beginning when he's like, nobody can touch my baby. Yeah, and then they're right. like, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't go in. Lock. <laughs> Don't start it. <laughs> uh, it's a nice car though. Yeah. It's an old GTR. Yeah. I mean, this is a good recommend for me. This was uh, I think this is a movie that caught me by surprise though. I didn't expect it to be this entertaining. Yeah. It was okay for me. <laughs> Whatever. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. We're gonna what? <laughs> I mean, it's just whatever. We're gonna have quite the discussion when we talk about the story of Yunusuke. Oh, why? Everybody is. I'm like the only person on this. It? Yeah, man. Every time I show this movie to somebody, they're just like, "It's all right." <laughs> I'm like, what? What? I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. But I don't think it's particularly like, um, like eye catching. Sure. This film. It's good. It's good. It's, it's not. It's not bad, but it doesn't have something that makes me really like. I'm like, oh, you should watch it for this, or like, oh, this right. this really is something that makes me want to recommend mm-hmm. somebody for. Like every other film, besides Company Man, I feel like <laughs> I could recommend to somebody for something specific sure. that's there that is appealing mm-hmm. that, that it has it's a certain kind of merit that makes it appealing in a specific way whereas I feel like Company Man this one doesn't really have that too much which like sure. yeah but I would recommend this over Company Man <laughs> 100% <laughs> we, we both know that's the ground floor on this series <laughs> so far what do you rank how you like honestly like company man like the concept of it and everything i like yeah right yes i liked i liked the concept of it i liked like just the basic world building of it i just didn't like the execution of it mm-hmm. i think that's what it is yeah i mean and it, like action movies is so big on execution you know what i mean 100 yeah it's it it's funny because like it is such a simple story and concept it's kind of hard to get wrong in yeah. a way but it just falls on execution. This like one, like, I feel like it's not as heavy on, like, like maybe, like, fleshing it out. Yeah. But I do feel like the execution of it was a lot better. Mm-hmm. And definitely that's why I would recommend it more than, right. than the company, man. Um, yeah, like, again, it is a fun movie. And it goes for, like, it just doesn't take itself that kind of serious. You yeah. Know? It just plays to you that. And I think that's, um, that's a benefit of this film, too. Right. Where like it ha- it has more slack because it doesn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. And I feel like films that do that generally do receive a positive or better like yeah. um like view of it, mm-hmm. a positive review of it because um it it's not as heavy on certain things. Yeah. Or like it it's playing on certain tropes or like, you know. Yeah, I think it's good of like um like expectations are like good and bad um 
in like different scenarios. Yeah. And like, I kind of think of like, I try not to have expectations when seeing like movies um, because they can set you up on how you feel about something. Yeah. And I think this movie does a good job in breaking your expectations when you see it. Um, and so like it is an action movie and it's an action comedy, but the comedy is really different. And when you watch it and you see like the characters and everything, like it just isn't what you expect f- mm. from this kind of movie. And then you can go through the rest of the movie with sort of a fresh eye as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like again, comparing to like, you know, accompaniment is it gives you an expectation and it sets up an expectation and it really expects you to take true to expectation and it just doesn't execute it well throughout mm. the rest. So yeah. Expectations are like kind of everything. <laughs> so um, that's that's why I would uh, give this movie a plus. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of it. Anything else? Um, no, I think that's it. It's <laughs> yeah. an enjoyable film. I, I did, like you said, I enjoyed the comedic bits, not because they were funny necessarily, but because it was just so. They were funny. It was funny in the sense that, like, like the bomb bombing a Joan kind kind right, of way, right. like mm-hmm. it just it's just so bad. Like some of the like absurd, some of the jokes that yeah. like I'm just like laughing out of like just like that, yeah, that, yeah, laughing at the fact that it's there yeah. kind of thing. When he's like, <laughs> when he has the parakeet on top of his head and he's like naked watching TV and he's like. Like he's yeah. like excessively like laughing and you can just see like the fakeness written all right. over it. It's kind of like that absurdity is funny. Yeah. Or like just him like being so sensitive to the heat. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Just like, just so like up there, like the, ten, like the, the yeah, just the energy. It's just like, and he's like recomposed in like the next second. Right. He's like, ah! I think the absurd <laughs> nature of it makes it funny. Or like just looking at that and being like, wow. Wow. He's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So next week is the last one. Yes. (sighs) Um, Enter. Enter the Fat Dragon. China, Hong Kong, maybe, I think. Uh, It came out earlier this year. I think like in January. It's one of the few movies of 2020 to get out. Before the COVID happened. (laughs) The COVID <laughs> Try not to copyright COVID. The Rovid. <laughs> the Rovid. The Ronies. <laughs> um, yeah, who stars in that movie, by the way? Oh, Donnie Yen. Interesting. Hmm. You must have some juicy action. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's actually Malaysian. It says. Juicy action. This is true. Donnie Yen. I guess he plays the lead. Yeah. Oh, and he's, I guess he's in a fat suit. Oh, I can't wait for this movie. Dude, this actually looks fun. <laughs> so actually, we're going to review this two days from now. <laughs> we can't hold our excitement. Uh, yeah, so Enter the Front Dragon. Uh, where? where oh, can- it didn't get that great of review, so got a 5.6. A solid, a solid half. Yeah. It's, this is a polarizing film. Well, box office is... A, oh, well, technically, I mean, you got to account for the... Uh, this is true like how many reviews does it have yeah. you think yeah it came out at a really not great time <laughs> uh, it doesn't really say there's not really many outlets for this movie 
Yeah, and audience fun. reviews are pretty good. At least the five, three five. that we look, we're there looking it. at there. Um, good luck. If you can find this movie, you can find this movie. <laughs> yes. So yeah, and that will be that will be next week, and then that will conclude the action series. We will figure out what to do next Yay. with our lives. <laughs> so <Yay>. the- <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you around. Pieces.